All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, but I uh, sustained another sex injury, which we're going to be talking about today. I'm just going to say it was 1000% worth it. (laughs) So we'll get to the details of that very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site that we use literally all the time to meet lots of different people in lots of different scenarios. We meet people via DMs and go out and do one-on-one or two-on-two things. We also find events. We've heard about many amazing events from Cassidy. So basically, if you're looking to immerse yourself in the lifestyle, Cassidy is the place to be. And you can try it free for an entire month when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the homepage. Again, frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner and get an entire month of free access. We hope to see you at Cassidy.com. So we've had an eventful few days. I can't even take you seriously. Brian's wearing sunglasses in our studio. That's because you're making fun of me, so I have to put my sunglasses on. I had a contact malfunction. Something happened. My contact slipped into my eye while I was asleep. Woke up, had to tear the fucking thing out, and my eye is swollen. Looks like I was poked in the eye with a fork. So So now you look like freaking Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore. He always used to wear he always used to wear sunglasses in the clubs. (laughs) That's a douche move, but. Um, anyway, my fucking eye hurts. The the light in here is a fucking with my vision. So I'm just wearing fucking sunglasses and you're making fun of me because I look like I have a disease. I'm sorry. It's I like can't I have stop. poison ivy of the eye. Yeah, it definitely does. It looks yeah. like that's exactly what it looks like. Like you rubbed some sort of a poisonous plant in your fucking eye. Yeah. Anyway, it's just going to have to be what it is. You're still super sexy. No, I'm that gross. makes you feel any better. Not having it. You're also a year older. We celebrated your birthday a couple days ago. Two days ago uh, as we were recording this. Yes, it was two two days ago, right? Yeah, two days ago. In fact, we had a busy few days in general because Thursday we had an event. It went very well. well, Kind of. (laughs) Kind of went well. You, again, uh, suffered an injury due to your slutty sexual behavior. Worth it. You're the clumsiest person I know. I I don't (laughs) know how you managed to do this shit, but you did. But yes, it was a lot of fun. We had some great fucking people people there some very some really good friends some new friends it was a very cool fucking night yeah i really enjoyed it and then we woke up friday which was your actual birthday and we celebrated i mean we worked a little bit in the morning but the majority of the day was celebrating you which you never let me do for your birthday so i was very excited about that Well, because you just don't stop it's just so much i fucking love birthdays i love them i hate them i hate hate mine i mean i'm happy to celebrate yours mine i fucking have no interest in i would have gone way more over the top if you had let me (laughs) just throwing that out there super glad you did i tempered it way back yeah i'm very happy that you did not but we had a great time had a great dinner at one of our favorite restaurants and it um, was romantic in there and i liked that you and i don't tend to go to very romantic places because we like lively places yeah where we can like you know flirt with the bartenders and there's lots going on well we did go and flirt with the bartenders after dinner one of (laughs) one of our favorite spots so you know there has to be a little bit of that but yesterday, let's talk about flirting yesterday. What a fucking 
great time that was. Oh my God, we had a blast. I, I honestly don't remember the last time I had that much fun. So anybody coming to Vegas or you're thinking about coming, don't know what to do, you want to go to the Gentleman's Club maybe, you don't know which one. Highly recommend the Palomino. Our friend Adam owns the Palomino and the, he is absolutely the best fucking host invited us out again with a bunch of people we had uh my friend susan of course was there and another couple and some local folks that we know and yep went out last night had a great fucking time put us up in vip they of course the palomino is our one of our partners and sponsors for our phoenix takeover they are a sponsor for pod bash they're just a great group of fucking people and we had a blast last night what a fucking good time well usually when i have been to strip clubs in the past i feel like i as the woman in the strip club am like kind of side-eyed by the dancers right. like they don't necessarily love my presence and i feel like when i go to the palomino they they're the complete opposite. Well, that's because most of the time when there are couples, particularly in a gentleman's club, 99 times out of 100, the female is, she's in charge of the money. Okay. <laughs> right. And she's also in charge of the activity. Right. So the gals are a little apprehensive a lot of times to approach a couple for that reason. They figure she's not going to like me. She doesn't want me anywhere near her partner. <laughs> she's definitely not going to want him to pay me. It's a whole fucking thing. But th this group is fucking awesome. Well, I sat down with a beautiful woman. She had just come off the stage and she was so your type. She was like curvy in all the right places. She had, you know, blonde hair, just very, very pretty. I was like, this is a girl that Brian's going to like. So I was like, you should go go ask I'll pay for a dance go you know ask him if you he wants to come back for a dance with you and she's like can I sit on his lap I'm like yeah yeah you can hundred yeah, percent you can she was so fucking cute yeah it was a great time we had a blast uh Susan had a great time she and I got a couple's dance yes uh, and VIP was a lot of fun from really just one of my new favorite people she is so fucking funny uh, I just enjoyed her very much so we hung out there for a bit you had your friend show up yeah, the guy who I dislocated my shoulder with, which we'll yes. talk about later. <laughs> Absolutely. He came he and hung came. out with us. Yeah, and it was hot. I mean, there was something really erotic about seeing these beautiful women. And, you know, he and I are sitting there, like, talking about how beautiful the women are together. And there was something that was just so fucking sexy about that to me. We were all over each other. Yeah. Hands oh, all yeah. over each other, making out with each other. I wanted to fuck him right there. It was fucking hot. Well, so... Susan and I are getting this private dance in a very private area in the VIP section of the club upstairs. So you're in a, a semi-circular booth, basically, that's probably a little over six feet tall. So it's very private, and there's a curtain that they pull, so you can't see anything at all. It's just us, myself and Susan and the, the entertainer. And... It was intense because the gal, of course, that we were with, we know her. She was she was at our last, you know, kind of get together at the club, and we spent a little time talking to her. And she and uh, Susan really hit it off. She was they were really funny. So she's dancing for us, and of course, Susan's touching me. She's grabbing my leg. She's rubbing <laughs> my leg. I mean, it was very fucking hot. And uh, she actually texted me this morning. She was like, "If I had balls, they'd be blue." I'm so fucking worked up from last night. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a great time. I love that so much. I'm telling you, it was a fucking blast. And this is from a guy I do not do, I rarely, if ever, do gentlemen's clubs, as a lot of people know. Ran them and operated and built them for 30 years. I have no fucking interest in them for the most part. I will say that this group, this club, is very different from most because they are lifestyle friendly. Adam is certainly lifestyle friendly. They take great fucking care of us. Staff is fucking amazing. So, if you're coming to Vegas and you want to go to a gentleman's club, the Palomino, hands down. It's also spotless. Spotless. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. And we a liked great, it. Just a great group of people. 
Oh, so much fun. I'm still beaming over last night. I really am. Yeah, it was a Between good time. Between the hot girls and, you know, the touching and me making out with my friend. And it was just so fucking hot. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. <laughs> so we've had a lot of fun this past weekend. We also went to an escape room. Yes, we lost. We did. We were a fucking minute away. It was the hardest one. It was like a 9.6 out of 10 of difficulty. So multiple people, when I said we were doing that for your birthday, was like, that's like a kid thing. I'm like, the fuck it is. That is hard. Well, first of all, let's not forget, where we go, you can have groups of eight. It's just the two of us. Right. We probably should have brought more people. Well, in hindsight, yes. (laughs) Uh, The last time we did very well, we finished it in like 42 minutes. This time, we were a minute away. Uh, We were on the last piece of it, and boom, the fucking door opens. Our 60 minutes was up. I was so bummed. Yeah, but it was way tough. There was no way, like, kids could have done that. Fuck no. Well, I hope not, because I'm dead and I'm fucking stupid, because that (laughs) thing was really fucking hard. I mean, I never claim to be smart, but I don't think I'm a total idiot. (laughs) No, and and I'm really good at that shit. I love that stuff, but that was really tough. Yeah, it was. I had, I still enjoyed. I, I, I like that shit. You know, we don't. I don't feel like I use my mind enough most of the time. Yeah, you know, to, you know, to solve shit. For yeah, complicated stuff like that. Yeah, I want to unravel something, and you know, it's just even like with your jewelry. I know it's fucking stupid. You tangle up all of your necklaces, (laughs) so I will literally take it, sit down, have this little kit, and I'll go through it and unravel. It'll take me thirty minutes. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, you yeah. like it. Yeah, I, I see. Need I like I that. purposefully tangle them up just so that you have something to no, do. No, you don't. So you're, you're just, actually very welcome. No, you're super careless. You don't care. <laughs> you're like a. Child. It's not that I just throw it in a drawer like a lazy bitch. That's you, not what's you going totally on. Totally <laughs> do exactly that, knowing full well that I will take the forty minutes it takes to unfuck all of it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. See, we're a good match. Works I, out. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we had a fucking blast. I, I did. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And of course, you got to play, which we'll talk about. You were super naughty at our party. Um, I think you were pretty naughty very recently as well. Just throwing that out there. Uh, okay. But yeah, still, you were slutty pants. You were... You have been sluttier more recently, though. And what's <laughs> happening today? Let's just throw that out. Oh, I want to get fucked in the worst way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, already have tentative plans. So, uh, you know, let's not split hairs. You're you're the sluttier one. I am so horned up lately. I don't know what's gotten into me. It's like all I can think about it's is sex. It's the weather. I think so, too. It's getting nice here again. We're getting out of the thought. I mean, it rained and it was cloudy for like two weeks in yeah, a it row. Yeah, so fucking weird. And, and then it, we snowed. Were in, it snowed here. I know. Well, and we were in Houston. It wasn't yeah. warm there. So no. I think that's 100% what it is. I'm like yeah. a freaking lizard. The when weather. the sun comes out, I am a different person. Yeah, it's like 60-something today. It's going to be 70, sunny. Yeah, I mean, every you just want to fucking be naked and do dirty shit. Yeah, I yeah, just so. want to put on some lingerie and get my back blown out. Yeah, <laughs> not literally. Not literally like my shoulder. Injury. <laughs> you, just, you just can't have another injury. <laughs> you know, fucking shoulder popped out of place. I mean, it's just, it's insane. You're just so clumsy. Last night where we get home, you trip over the fucking bed. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know where the bed it's is. It's part of my charm, okay? okay? All right. And then, of course, this morning you're like, I don't know where I'm getting these bruises. I'll <laughs> tell you where you're getting these fucking bruises. You trip over your own two feet. This is not a fucking surprise to anybody. Yeah, in hindsight, that was a very stupid statement. Yeah, but... like, I don't know where I got this. I'll tell you where you got it. You tripped over the fucking platform last night. I look like someone beat the shit out of me and not in a good way. Well, so do I, because my eye is fucking swollen shut. Yeah, we're quite the pair right now. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm going to try to, I have to get on a plane tomorrow, flying to Phoenix. Yes. Going to check out the hotel. And for I'm, our takeover. Yeah, I'm hoping they're going to let me on the fucking plane. I, the, the, my picture <laughs> matches my fucking my face. I look ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, sir. This is clearly not you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get a fucking eye patch or something. I told you you should get an eye patch. I'll put a little skull on it. You can look tough as fuck. That's not, that doesn't, no, that's not, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> like true pirate style. Uh, no, that's just ridiculous. Get you a little parrot, stuffed nope. parrot, put on your shoulder. <laughs> nope, I'm good. I am good. 
But yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. We had a whole. It's it's nice because we had what like two weeks of total vanilla time. Yeah. For the most part, um, and then we're just starting to fucking ramp it up. I'm I'm super fucking excited for what's happening. Are you going to be naughty soon too? Yeah, as a matter of fact, so, of course, last night when we left the, the Gentleman's Club and I walked Susan to her car when we were leaving, she was all kinds of worked up anyway. She's like, we, I have to see you soon. I'm like, <laughs> okay, we'll figure that out for sure. I'm going out of town, you know, Monday, but I'm back Tuesday and then, you know, we'll get it worked out. But, yeah, I mean, we're here. We go back to Montana in March for two days. Then we're back and we don't go anywhere for almost a month until we leave for Phoenix. Yeah. So we've got a whole lot of time to be naughty. Yeah. Absolutely. I did have to cancel a date that I had with a friend that I've gotten the opportunity to play with once before and have obviously stayed in communication with her. But we were supposed to get together Friday, but of course our schedule got all kinds of fucking sideways and very early in the morning. We were supposed to meet at 6.30. I I had to contact her at like 7 a.m. and let her know we, I was not going to be able to meet her. But uh, we're going to get together again pretty soon. Slutty so. Brian. I like it. Yeah, there's a whole lot happening. And uh, we, I have a friend coming in town at the end of the month. Yes, I'm I excited. To, I've not met her husband yet. He's coming in town with her. I'm super fucking pumped to meet him. And so, yeah, we have a lot of shit going on. It's going to be fun. We have a month to be debaucherous at home before we have to do anything. Good, because I need much. some debauchery in my life. I think I'm going to do something naughty when you're in Phoenix, too. Okay. I haven't decided exactly what that's going to look like, but it might be really not. It well, might be shaping up to be really fucking slutty. Well, Just throwing that out there. time it pretty fucking well, because I think I'm gone like less than 36 hours. <laughs> a know, lot can happen like in 36 hours. Yeah, you know how much sure. naughtiness I can get into in 36 hours? For sure. But like anything... Yeah, you know, fucking shit happens and people cancel and all that shit. So it's like a, it's a single guy thing. I get it. I talk <laughs> about this a lot. I've just had this conversation with a number of fucking people, guys flaking and all that kind of shit. It, it's, you know, it's just when I think it's getting better. Uh, not so much. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's weird. We've had some single guy weirdness lately. Not bad. Not bad. Just yeah. awkward, weird shit. Weird shit. Yeah. A lot of yeah. weird shit. Odd behavior <laughs> from people we know. And it's like, what? What are you doing? Like, where did that come from? Why are you behaving that way? Yeah, some people just can't help themselves. No. Uh, no. And, well, this is the thing, right? We talked about this earlier, I think, this morning. It's kind of like taking a single guy or a newly single guy, let's say, from the monogamous vanilla world and then just dropping them into the world of ethical non-monogamy. They're completely, they're just treading water, right? They're floundering for the most part. They have no fucking idea what they're doing. It happens all the time. Then you take a guy who's seasoned in the lifestyle, like a legit lifestyle guy. Yeah, and most of his interactions are in the lifestyle. Right. And then you, then he thrusts himself into what could be construed as a more mainstream kind of thing where he's maybe wants to go on a date with someone, you know, that kind of thing. And they're fucking horrible at it. <laughs> you're just bad at this. Yeah. Right? Like you're so fucking far out of practice. Well, but it's really not that far removed from what I always say because we, no. we've we had so many people reach out and are like, what's the update on the poly thing, yes. you know? And I've talked about this before, but it's 100% true. My skills in the lifestyle do not translate to the skills needed to be successful at polyamory. Absolutely not. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. You are so used to exhibiting certain behaviors and taking certain actions in the lifestyle and then to try to like almost unlearn a lot of that behavior to actually date someone, it's fucking tough. It is, especially when the person, for example, like in your situation, just I'm just thinking recently, like with RJ, right? That There was a lot of potential there. Yeah. I think there was a lot of potential there. On paper, that cat was perfect for you. Oh, and I definitely had feelings for him. Right. However, 
so far removed was he from the idea of what we do and how we live our lives. He just couldn't figure it out for himself. Right. And that's the struggle, right? But then, like I said, you take a seasoned lifestyle guy, throw him into what would appear to be a normal kind of behaving situation. for Yeah, quote unquote normal. I hate the word normal, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, going back into like, not so much monogamy, but, you know, going on dates and just doing the normal day-to-day, you know, relationship stuff, completely fucking inept at it. Can't fucking, can't pull it together. Well, same. So yeah. you can't blame so, the guy. I'm the exact same way. No, I just think it's something that you got to learn and unlearn and relearn. And yeah, it's Compartmentalizing crazy. is what it is. It's not unlearning behaviors. It's putting certain behaviors in one box and right. then making new behaviors in a second box. It's fucking tough. It's a completely different skill set. Yep. No question about it. So single guy tip of the week. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So here's my thing. I, it drives me crazy. I see a lot of it and then I can't look at it anymore. I have to take a fucking break. <laughs> Social media is a nightmare. It is the, it is just a, it's a minefield of terrible information. Yep. I don't really care what the subject matter. I only really research a few different topics, but lifestyle related, a lot of the information is fucking bad. Yeah. It's just bad. It's erroneous. It's crap. So when I talk to single guys and they're like, oh, you know, I got this information here. I heard this person say this. And then I'll go and I'll look at the information that they're referring to or the source that they got it from. It's like, okay, first of all, you're full of shit. You don't have any interaction with single men at all. That's not your even your uh, your dynamic as a couple, which you make clear because people always air their dirty laundry on social media, which is insane to me. But you don't deal with single men. You make it clear that you don't. And here you're trying to give a single guy advice or direction as to how to behave and be successful as a single guy. And you're really only doing it, in my opinion, for the sake of views or likes or clicks or whatever, right? You're just you're just espousing shit for the sake of doing it. Right. And then these guys get this terrible behavior. It doesn't work. They fail miserably. And everyone suffers because of it that's related to it. Right. You know, and it's like, okay, it, take it with a, grain, for, with a grain of salt, everything you hear. But it's like anything else. If you want to learn something about a topic that you are ignorant of. I don't care what it is. You're going to take the information, I would think, from a person who who is educated in it, but also has practical experience. There is no there there is no substitute for practical experience. Right. Right. I don't care how many books you read, how many fucking videos you watch, how many seminars you go to, don't give a shit. If you've not actually done the thing that you're telling somebody about or or trying to to advise someone or instruct someone as to how to do it, you've never actually done it before, you're not good at it and you shouldn't be doing it. Right. And that's what's happening. So these single guys, a couple of these guys that have reached out to me, I'm like, man, where are you hearing this? And of course they'll tell me, I'll look at it. It's like, okay, I totally understand what where the fucking problem is. Yeah, and I mean, it's interesting because the lifestyle obviously has exploded in terms of like media, right? Like TikTok and podcasts and all of that. And I see that as such a positive in so many ways until it comes to something like that, where it's like there's so much information out there. You always talk about it in relation to the fitness world, right? There are so many people that do the fitness thing on social media, and some of them are very good at it and know exactly what they're talking about, and some are completely full of shit. And the lifestyle is no different. So you have to be really, really careful. The tip is be careful about where you're getting your information. Make sure that you are being a discerning learner and you're looking at the source. Just like anything else if it's especially this right because you're talking about a situation within the lifestyle 
it can be, it, listen, lifestyle can be amazing for a lot of people. I mean, it is for us. But it could also be a real fucking detriment to people if you do it badly. Right. And so the last thing I would think that you'd want to do is to receive information that is frankly, it's there's no value in, first of all, and completely fraudulent in a lot of cases. One of them was so egregious, this guy that told me, you know, where he got this information. It's like, these people are absolutely full of shit. And you don't even need to know those. For me, it was so obvious. It was almost like someone that, who didn't understand the space could look at this and go, oh, th- this guy's full of shit. Yeah. You know? Well, to me, it's kind of like the there was a I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. But years ago, this guy reached out and told us that he was trying to get his wife into the cuckold world. Right. And so he goes to Twitter and he searches cuckold and he comes upon this profile where you can basically pay to be coached on how to talk your wife into cuckolding you. Right. And I'm like, that's fucking gross and unethical. And yeah. I mean, that's just, na-. and he's like, I didn't do it. I just thought that was interesting. Well, it's <laughs> like the, the the certified online Dom thing. Yeah, exact like, same thing. Get the fuck out of yep. here. Who, who thinks that's a good idea? <laughs> but this is no different. And these guys are, and listen, I, I understand what guys are doing. I, I totally do because I can, you know me, I can lose myself and go down a fucking rabbit hole real quick if I want to research a particular topic. Well, what happens is you listen to so much or you watch so much or you absorb so much, the lines get blurred. Right. Right. You just get fucking confused. Yeah. So if you're looking as a single dude, first of all, to sp- to learn something from someone, I would A, start listening to other single guys that have been objectively successful in the space. That's number one. It's the easiest thing for dudes to do is to talk to another guy. Right. Right. Take Again, you take it with a grain of salt because you just don't ever really know how successful somebody is. But certainly you can discern something from someone who's been doing it for a period of time. And then, of course, if your goal is to, for example, get into the hot wife space as a single guy, you want to interact on a obviously a positive in a positive way with couples who are actually hot wife couples, who have actual practical single guy experience, that's the first thing you want to do. Yeah. Right? You do not want to listen to people who don't have any of that practical knowledge. Yeah, Bad I completely idea. agree. Yeah, if you're a single dude, do not fuck around and listen to people who don't know what they're talking about and who are not legitimately in the space that you're trying to break into. Just don't do it. Don't listen to some couple or some guy who has no idea what he's talking about just for the sake of talking to you because he wants you to like his fucking video. Well, it's kind of like on TikTok Lives for a while there, I was getting all sorts of poly questions. Like, how do we enter polyamory? Right. Why the fuck are you asking me? Oh, I no. haven't been successful at it. No, not at all. I can talk to you about hot wifing until I'm blue in the fucking face, but why are you asking? <laughs> I'm not successful at poly. No. Go ask somebody who is successful at poly how to be poly. Up until this point, every time we've attempted tempted to even go down that road a little bit it fucking bites us in the ass yeah we're not good at it so far maybe maybe five years from now i'll be able to give some solid advice but right now it would be completely unethical for me to provide people with advice on how to be polyamorous yeah no i can't i really i can tell you how not to do it yeah i I can (laughs) fucking fix that for you real quick let me tell you exactly what not to do i could draw you a fucking roadmap of what that looks like right yeah but yeah exactly so just just be smart about the information you're gathering. And I, I absolutely commend the single guys who do the research. 
That's the first thing. Well, that's what makes me sad, though, is like if they are truly trying and they're going after this research and they're putting in that effort only to receive bad advice, yeah. that that bums me the fuck out. Yeah, it's like, well, again, it's like a lot of things. You said it. I, I say it all the time, the fitness space. You can get some really shitty information online. I mean, the worst fucking information out there. Yeah. And the, the issue, though, of course, is unlike with the lifestyle, if it's fitness or or health or nutrition, whatever, there is certainly going to be some scientific backup for this information. You can research the science. There's no fucking science here. No, you, I mean, you know? the science of psychology, you could argue, but that's about sure, it. Sure, <laughs> yeah. but how many times have we heard from people, oh, you know, my wife and I, my husband and I, my partner and I, we saw a, a therapist, we saw a specialist about our, you know, getting into the lifestyle, but they're not in the lifestyle, so they didn't really know what to say. They referred us to uh, uh, the church or something. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? So, you know, there is some truth in if you're looking at something scientifically or you're researching something that has scientific backup, you can disseminate whether that's real or not, right? You can you can figure that out. This is a space where a lot of it is you're taking advice from people who should be knowledgeable about certain portions of the lifestyle. Otherwise, you're just fucking on your own. Yeah. You know? So, dudes, listen to who you're talking to. Pay attention. Yep. Be discerning with your information. Fuck yeah. All right. I want to get to our story today because I am fucking dying to talk about it. A, because, I mean, it had some interesting moments to it. But B, because, man, my chemistry with this man came out of fucking nowhere to me. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about my last experience, which I think also lends itself to a level of chemistry that I'm, I was pretty excited about. Oh, can't wait for all of that. So we will get to that very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Hungry Root. What's for dinner? If that question stresses you out like it does me, listen up, because you can now meet Hungry Root, the solution to all your grocery shopping and cooking stresses. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered right to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. All you have to do is go to the website, you take a short, fun quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. What flavors do you like? Which kitchen appliances do you like to use? They'll keep your needs top of mind and start building your car. I absolutely love this because I hate grocery shopping so much. It stresses me out. I never know what to eat. It's so nice to have all of those stressors taken out of my life thanks to Hungry Root. And right now, Hungry Root is offering Front Porch Swingers listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. All you have to do is go to HungryRoot.com FPS to get 30% off your first delivery and your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com FPS. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Permescent. Sex should be all about pleasure, and you shouldn't be worrying about things like finishing too quickly. And that's why Permescent has developed their flagship product, the Delay Spray. Its specially patented formula has fast absorption, so there's no transfer to your partner when used as directed, and it starts working in as little as five minutes. All you do is spray it on, wait a little bit, and go to work, and it's clinically proven to help elongate your sexy bedroom playtime. It's also significantly more effective 
effective than other delay sprays on the market. And I just think it's a great product. It also smells good. I don't know. I have a weird thing about scent with bedroom wellness products, and I really like the scent of the delay spray. They also have even more convenient options, especially for us lifestylers. If you need to stock up your swinger bag, you can grab their delay wipes. They're individually packaged. You just throw them in and again, rub it on about five minutes before your playtime so you don't have to worry about finishing too quickly. You can find both of these products and so many others and get a 10% discount when you go to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of our favorite bedroom wellness products. Pod Bash 2023. Holy hell, I am so excited. This is our third year throwing this event, and basically, it's just a fucking party. This is our first year, however, hosting here in Las Vegas. Full hotel takeover, amazing boutique hotel, all the bells and whistles. This is going to be so much fucking fun. And we're being joined by some other amazing lifestyle podcasters, just to name a few of them. The Accidental Swingers will be here, Swinging Flamingos, Friends with a Twist, the Naked Relationship podcast, and more to be announced very soon. We are also going to have the opportunity to attend two of the best clubs in the country, two of the finest lifestyle establishments out there here in Las Vegas, Friday night and Saturday night. Full transportation to and from. Not to mention, we got a little something special planned with one particular gentleman's club here in town. Woo, I cannot wait. So if you want to join us and other awesome lifestyle podcasters for a weekend of fun right here in Sin City, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com to get your tickets. That's going down September 28th through October 1st, again, here in Las Vegas. Get your tickets while they last at members.frontporchswingers.com. I was just getting ready for this retelling because my dress is coming off as we're recording. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like semi-naked. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is going on with this My dress, dress is riding all up. I don't know. It's like fucking untied or something. I think it's uh, par for the course because we're getting ready to talk about some naughty shit. Yeah, I had a, a naughty experience myself with an amazing fucking lady that if some of you remember, it's almost been a year now, right? I mean, we're going on close to a fucking year since we were at Splash, I think in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Right? And I had uh, the opportunity to play with... No, it was in Houston. The splash in oh, Houston. Oh, it was Houston. No, you're right. So that was only probably five months ago. Right. I had a procedure done yes. in Houston, which I had to have a, my ass sliced open and uh, <laughs> HRT pellets fucking stuffed in there. So I was a little sore. Uh, literally very sore. Couldn't sit. I was going to say a little sore. Jesus. Yeah, the you night could... that this this connection was going down. <laughs> I was in rough shape and I was not at top fucking performance at all. And I had the opportunity just this past weekend to play with this gal again. Make it up to her. And make it up to her. Yeah. She and her uh, husband, great people, came to our event in Houston and I had the chance to play with her. And man, let me tell you, it was fucking worth the wait. She <laughs> is fucking exceptionally hot. And you talk about like connection and I guess it could easily have been because we've been chatting and flirting for the past, you know, I guess now five or six months. Right. And it was just this build up and man, was it fucking hot. Yeah. So fucking hot. She wanted you real bad and you wanted her real bad. So I knew it was going to be great. Yes. Uh, you know, just super fucking sexy. She's uh, just a beautiful woman who is absolutely in touch with her sexuality, which is the hottest fucking thing ever. Yeah. You know, a little hair pulling, some choking, some slapping. Oh. It was fucking hot. I mean, it, it, 
I really enjoyed that. It was the, really the highlight of the weekend for me, and uh, I look forward to seeing her again. In fact, she sent me a message. We've, of course, continued to communicate that she believes that the next time will be even better. So again, it's that whole, you know, the more you get to know each other kind of thing, the more intense it gets. And what a fucking hot lady. So I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that at a later date. I just wanted to stress how fucking awesome I thought that was. Well, I also got to do a little bit of soft swap that weekend. You absolutely and did. And that was fun because, again, it was with someone that I've been talking about doing something with for a long time. Yeah. Someone that I adore. He's a very, very good friend. So that was really fun. I don't, I'm not going to go into all the details because I kind of want to just save that one for me a little bit and yeah. for him. It was kind of a special thing. There was a lot of communication going on through it, and I felt like we got very comfortable with each other. So I think there, that could be something down the road. For sure. That's the that's the whole thing, right? It's It doesn't really necessarily matter how far an, an interaction goes that, that first time, for example. There's always a, another time, right? And Listen, I wish I would soft swap more the first time I'm with someone. And when I say swap, obviously, I mean, I would rather do no penetration the first right. time in certain circumstances because I think you learn so much about someone in those moments and it's also build up again for you and I because for it's sure. like I get done and I'm like well I need to get fucked by Brian like right now yeah no there's nothing fucking hotter we've talked about this a lot that we had that a really intense soft swap experience years ago and man it was fucking hot yeah I mean not just that experience but of course what transpired later with you and I yeah so there's basically sucking your cock in the car <laughs> yeah there's something to it man there's there, there, there's no doubt about it and that build up as you get to know someone for me is just icing on the cake so i had a great time this lady is fucking insanely hot and exceptionally cool i just enjoy her company so much uh they're a blast to be around as a couple well maybe we'll hear about more of that later but for right now i need to get to something that i did because i'm dying to talk about it. well it's interesting (laughs) this story that you're gonna tell that's not the end of the story no, it's not. Not by far. Not not by a long shot. You're thinking, well, you're planning on playing with that gentleman today at some point. Yeah. And we saw him last night. He came to the club with us last night. Well, so let's talk about this. So the very first time that he and I engaged with each other was at the club. And it was good, but it, there was a lot going on. I mean, there was someone knocking on the door at one point. There yeah. was a lot of noise that night. It was a very, very busy night at the club. So there was just a lot of extra sensory that didn't really lend itself to he and I really being able to connect with each other. Great cock, great dude. But it was like, okay, that was that was good. That was fine. Then he and I played together alone at our place. Yes. And it was fucking hot. But again, I wouldn't say that it was uber connected. It was like, I like this guy. You know, I hope he becomes a friend. But there wasn't really just that, like, magnetism there yet. Right. And then for whatever fucking reason, I don't know what got into him. I don't know what got into me. I don't know what shifted. But this last time on Thursday when he came to our event, it was like the moment that I saw him, I fucking wanted him. And we started talking to each other a little bit at the bar. And we were kind of standing by the bar area, just being flirtatious with each other. And he kind of pulled me in and kissed me. And it was like, what the fuck is this? I was not expecting it. It was like this carnal desire. And I couldn't keep my fucking hands off. And the, almost the entire night, I was either touching him or making out with him or fucking, <laughs> obviously. Well, but Yeah, but that's what the whole thing, right? It's you're, you're, you continue to communicate with him after you played the first time and the second time so there's just this constant i don't know if it's sexual tension or build up or 
anticipation or whatever, but that fucking matters. I don't, I'm not even sure that's what it is. I don't think it was the anticipation. I think he is somebody who, now that I know him a little bit better, he's very calculated and he's very analytical. And I think that I am kind of the same way. And so because we were that way with each other the first couple of times, it didn't allow us to just like focus on enjoying each other. Like we're we're, thinking too much about it. We're both master overthinkers. So for whatever reason on Thursday, we were able to just like shut off that part of our brain and it changed fucking everything. I'm telling you, I looked at him across the room at one point. I was talking to Susan, who was also there. She and I are talking and there's another gentleman that's there. He's newer to the lifestyle. So he was kind of asking some questions and, you know, we were just chatting with him. But I look over at the guy I ended up fucking. Well, we're going to have to come up with a name for him because I'm sure I'm going to talk about him quite a bit more after, after these last couple of days. But anyway, I look over at him from across the room and he looks at me and we lock eyes and I was like, oh my fucking God, I want him so fucking bad. And that just doesn't happen that often for me. No, that's no very unusual. Not the fact that you were your attention was taken away and you were staring <laughs> at him because you do that shit all the time. But the idea that you're so you at that point were so eager to be naked with him. I mean, that's very that's just a rare thing for you for sure. It was pure lust. That's what it was. And I love having sex anyway. We all know that. I'm a very sexual person. I wouldn't say I get lustful that often. No, no. I mean, for sure, in the the past year or so, it's happened a few times, a couple of times, legitimately. So anyway, he obviously asked if I wanted to play and I told him I kind of wanted to bop around a little bit and play host, which I also kind of liked because again, we're looking at each other across the room. There was one point he came up and like grabbed me around the waist and like kissed me on the cheek and was like, I can't wait to be with you. So it was that build up throughout the night. And then it was probably, I don't know, an hour and a half maybe after playrooms opened. And finally I was like, I can't fucking wait anymore. So I went and put on a piece of lingerie and I put on a robe. I had... um this little lavender slip number on and then I put my leopard print robe over the top of it and I came out and I found him and I was like let's go (laughs) yeah you came to you came and told me at one point that you were going to play I don't even remember who I was talking to or what I was doing but I was in the middle of something and you said I'm going to go play and then you disappeared for a good period of time yeah we were together for quite a while so we went into we got a private room we were also kind of going back and forth about like do we play in one of the more public spaces or do we have our private time I'm so glad we got a private room because none of this would have happened the way that it did had we not been able to just like focus 100% on each other. No, and I really do believe that there are certain people who thrive in that open space, the more voyeuristic kind of uh, situations. And, And that's not me at all. I am absolutely more of a private person. I want private space. I don't want to be, I I cannot be distracted. Right. I don't want to hear noise and people knocking on the fucking door and, you know, people moving around me. It's just, I'm way too ADD for that shit. I need to be focused on what I'm focused on. Yeah. And so for me, there's, there's no question. Privacy is paramount. Well, it fucking worked out in this case. So we get in the room. I am not even exaggerating. I don't even think we turned the lock on the door yet. And we were all fucking over each other. And again, I mean, I don't, I'm looking at him at one point. We're standing in the room. I'm looking at him and I'm like, holy fuck, I want this man. And I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It was just this like pull he had on me. Well, I think there are there are people that you were just simply that connected to, that attracted to. I mean, it's very much the same way with Susan and I. Yeah. You know, we're very much connected that way. She and I could be across the room from each other like she was at the event and, and and it's not there is no obviously 
overt sexual thing going on every time we see each other. That's that's not the case. But from across the room, I'll catch her, she'll catch me, and then at some point we'll we'll connect, and then she'll just plant a kiss on me, and it's obvious that she's been thinking about that, and oh. you know, then it's super fucking hot. So there is that connective thing. And with Jade, I have I don't see Jade as often as as we were seeing each other because her schedule is crazy too. But I'll go to her place, I'll walk in the door, and boom, we're all over each other. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just that instant chemistry. Yeah, sometimes you have it, and that's the thing. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. You can't force it. You can't. It's rarely a thing that you can orchestrate. It's no. just this like unspoken thing. And that makes it so much hotter because when you have it with someone and you can tell that they have it with you too and you're just like meshing so yeah. well together, it's incredibly erotic. You can't manufacture it. It can, however, build up over time. Yeah. But then there's these circumstances like you're talking about where it's just instant. Well, and it comes out of fucking nowhere. Like I yeah. said, this is a very attractive man. I'm very physically attracted to him. But... The first couple of times, there wasn't that just, like, fucking carnal need to have his fucking cock inside of me. This time, it was that way. Yeah. So we're alone in the room, door shut. We are fucking all over each other. I mean, I am making out with him. He's running his hands all over me. He's grabbing onto my ass. He's squeezing it, telling me how much he loves my booty. I take off my robe, so I'm now just standing there in my slip, and he starts to take clothes off. And I had completely forgotten. We It's been probably two months since he and I have been together. Right. I completely forgot how fucking amazing he looks with no clothes on. This is a man who takes care of himself to the nth degree. I mean, it's he, he's a, like a fucking work of art. Well, there's always, you know, especially when you know or when when you have the opportunity to play with someone that you knew you were attracted to, maybe didn't know just how attracted because you only had this one kind of interaction or or a couple of interactions, but you don't really take the time to appreciate all of them. Right. And then when you finally do, that's a big fucking deal. Again, it happened last night. I'm watching Susan get kind of you know, get this dance from this gal. We're in this private room and she's lifting up Susan's shirt and there's all kinds of touching and, you know, very sexual kind of impactful thing going on. And I'm looking at her receiving this and I'm going, wow, she's fucking hot. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, I already knew that, but it took that moment for me to go, oh, she's hot. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I, get, I actually get to fuck her? Yeah. Because that's what I'm thinking. He takes his clothes off. He takes his shirt off. I'm like, what business do I have fucking this man? Are you serious? He's so fucking hot. Yeah, it's crazy when that happens. Oh, God. So anyway, he starts taking off his clothes. I'm telling him how beautiful his body is. And then we get on the bed together and we're just, it's, we're touching all over each other. We're making out. I have one leg kind of draped over him at one point and I'm basically like dry humping him <laughs> while we're making out with each other. It was so fucking hot. Were you on, uh, on the couch or on the bed in the room? Because there's a couch. In on the, the bed. We're on the bed together. And then, of course, I'm like, I need to suck your cock. And he's like, absolutely. So at this point, he still had just like boxers briefs on and he takes those off and I start sucking his cock. I love this man's cock. We talked about this recently. I'm a yes. big fan of the curve. I love that curved cock. It just hits all sorts of different spots. It's, it's so fun in certain positions, but it's also his cock is it's large, but it's not like, holy fuck, he's going to bruise my cervix with every move large. Right. You and I have been talking about this a lot. Like I am a size queen. Of course, I love larger cocks, but there's there is definitely 
Well, there's you know, a law of diminishing returns. There's a yeah, for sure. You know, I'm like, kind of I'm like Goldilocks with cocks, right? Like it can't be too small, it can't be right. too big. It has to be just right. This cock is just right. Yeah. Well, you get, there comes a point where it's like, okay, just how much is too much, right? Well, yeah. Well, and also like if they're the guys with the large cocks and they don't know how to fucking use them, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. If they're just just slinging the fucking thing around, not taking into consideration, you know, preparedness. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. That could be a problem. So anyway, I'm sucking on his cock. And it do- it takes a little bit of effort to suck this man's cock. It really does because it is that curved. So I kind of like have to curve my mouth with it and, you know, follow the the line of his cock, if you will. Follow the cock trajectory. Yeah. But I, I was pretty impressed with myself. I got into a rhythm. I asked if I could touch his balls and he said, absolutely. So I'm kind of squeezing them and playing with them a little bit while I'm sucking his cock. And the other thing I love is he's not, I he doesn't moan a lot or anything like that. But the first two times we were together, he also wasn't super vocal with me. This time it was completely different. Again, I'm assuming he's more comfortable with me. Sure. So he is saying all sorts of just dirty fucking things while I'm sucking his cock. Like, oh my God, you look so good with my cock in your mouth. Or, you know, I'm looking up at him at one point and he's like, God, you have the most beautiful eyes. And so it started off kind of sweet and then it got fucking raunchy. Like, yes, get down on that cock. Go deeper on that cock. And I'm like, oh, I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, just dipping your toe in and see what, what works. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. So I have a question, semi off subject, but but on subject. Susan mentioned something to me last night. You tell me, because you can obviously answer this question as well. At one point, we were getting this dance from this super sexy girl. She turns around. She's totally naked, by the way. This is a completely nude club. She She's dancing for me specifically. Susan is to my left. She's rubbing my leg. We're, we're kind of touching each other. The, the entertainer bends over. And apparently, I made some kind of subconscious noise. <laughs> Right, like I like as if I really appreciate what it is that I'm seeing, and she kind of chuckles. She's like, "You make the same sound when you're fucking me from behind." No. Is that a thing? Do I do that? Like when you bend over? Or yes, I do that. Yes. What does it sound like? Well, I don't know. Like, like a, a like appreciation. Like oh, like, yeah. It's like yeah. this low kind of. She's like, it's, it's just this noise you make. It's kind of under your breath, and maybe you don't even realize you're doing it. Yeah. I have no fucking you're idea like, where uh, that comes from. Uh. But listen, this girl had an amazing ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and she bent down, and I just thought, oh, that that's really something special right there. <laughs> and so I guess it just comes out naturally. But Susan was like, you, it's the exact same noise you make when you're fucking me from behind. Yep. The me minute too. I bend over and you put your hands on my ass, that's the sound you make. I'm like okay, I. No one's ever told me that before. If anyone doubts whether you're an ass man or not, that should tell everyone what they need to know. So the first gal that you sent to go dance for me asked me while we were in the middle of the dance, boob guy or butt guy? I'm like, ah, butt, 100%. She's like, awesome. And she had a phenomenal ass. Chances are I made the same fucking sound when she bent over, but there was nobody there to call me out on it. So I don't know if that's, I guess it's a thing. I don't know. Now I'm self-conscious. I'm going to be listening for it. No, I like it. I to me, it makes it seem like you're just super fucking into it. I, uh, now, But I also know that Susan's going to break my balls every time that she bends over. <laughs> she's going to say something like, I, that was the sound. I just heard it. I know that's what she's going to do to me. <laughs> Good. But now I got to listen for it. Yeah. You, maybe you need to have your balls broken a little bit more. I guess. So anyway, so I'm sucking this amazing cock. He's talking dirty to me. And then we swap. He goes down on me for like literally maybe 60 seconds. And I was like, 
It was great. It was wonderful. He was doing everything exactly as I would want him to. But literally, I mean, I just had this perfect curved cock in my mouth for fucking 10 minutes. I'm like, I can't wait anymore. I have to have it inside of me. Yeah, so, that happens. I mean, it's, it's your, sometimes you're like, yeah, just fuck me. I need you to fuck me. Oh, God. Yeah. I get so impatient when I'm that worked up. It's just, yeah. and I was soaking wet. I could feel it. I'm like, God, this, I need a cock. This needs to happen. Yeah. So he grabs a condom. I lay on my back. And this is interesting. Because again, prior to this evening, I was not expecting this type of connection with this guy. So he gets on top of me and he enters me and he starts fucking me. And at first it's kind of raunchy and then everything just gets very passionate and kind of almost like subdued like the whole energy in the room just completely shifted so it starts out aggressive but doesn't end that way yeah it was weird i mean it was weird in a good way i liked it because to me i felt like we were both just so comfortable with each other in that moment we were just kind of like riding the wave together you know what i mean so it started off like he's fucking me pretty deep and i'm like yes you know give me that fucking cock and then it just kind of like slowly faded into this much more like passionate connected sex i mean there was one moment i had my legs wrapped around him and my arms wrapped around him i'm rubbing his back with both of my hands we're kind of making out with each other while he's shoving his cock inside of me and you know i'm saying it it's no longer yeah give it to me deep it's like oh my god that feels so good like very unusual for <laughs> i you. know and i'm saying it in this very like hushed tone very mr rogers like fucking <laughs> bob ross voice god i hope it wasn't very, that bad very subdued and Kind of fucking low. You're taking all of the eroticism I'm out just of this. Saying, that's now not everyone's you. just gonna think of Bob Ross getting fucked. Happy little trees. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. It was so odd. It was just, and I don't know. I mean, I think I honestly think I've I've been thinking about this a lot since Thursday. I think that sometimes I lean towards that super aggressive sex with some guys, like fuck me deeper, spank me, those types of things, because that somehow feels less vulnerable. Oh, a, th- a thousand percent. You know what I mean? Like. No, no. It's almost like a way of keeping people at arm's length. Yes. So when I feel comfortable enough to not keep people at arm's length and I allow myself to feel a little bit more passionate and intimate with them, that's a big fucking deal for me. Well, that's the difference, I think, between some of these experiences that you certainly have had with some of the guys that potentially could have been, in my opinion, another partner. It's when you get to that point. There's a a line. Once that line is crossed... Then it's like, okay, this there might be something here. If you never cross that line, that tells me that you're just not that into that person at that level. Yeah, I love fucking them maybe, right. but it's it's yeah, there's no well, feelings. And I'm not saying I have feelings for this guy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that it was interesting to allow myself to be that vulnerable with someone, especially considering this was only our third time together. Well, but you certainly could have feelings for this guy. And based on what I saw, not at the club, not on Thursday night, but what what I saw last night with you and he at, at the club when we we were all out together. That tells me that there, there's, I don't care what anybody says, there's absolutely more there than just this physical connection. I don't know about that. Um, I'm telling you, I can <laughs> see it. So like with Susan and I, she and I play, we play rough, not quite as rough as Jade and I, but definitely it's, it's aggressive, right? Okay. But there do, there does come a time throughout a session where that eases up a little bit. And that really is a hundred percent dependent on, on how she is reacting right okay so but she and i are we are we're friends we're close friends we've now been friends for a year better part of a year so i am not surprised 
that that kind of creeps in, right? And right. it's very comfortable for us. No, no problem at all. But what I saw last night with you and this gentleman, we're sitting on a bench in a VIP section. Right. I am next to you to your left, Susan, to my left. Prior to that, this lovely entertainer was sitting between Susan and I that we were talking to and inevitably danced for us. But you were to my right, and then the gentleman was to your right. And you guys were, for a moment at least, really kind of on your own planet. You were just interacting with each other, touching each other, making out. And even Susan was pointing it out to me, kind of like, oh, look at that, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so like, there was definitely a time where, not I don't know that this is necessarily the case, but it certainly could have been construed that way, that you were just on a, your own date with this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't see it like I was just lusting after him. That's yeah. all that was for me. I was like, I want this man's cock again. Yeah, but even when you guys weren't, making out right you he was touching you you were touching his leg we were all having a conversation at one point you guys were very much engaged so that tells me that it's that's that's a subconscious thing you're not thinking about touching him or having your hand on him it, it just happened organically because you were having a conversation with us myself and Susan and, and this other gal for a moment and that's just what you were doing yeah. you know what i mean your hands were on him his hands were on you Although you were having a conversation with other people. So that's definitely an organic thing. That didn't just happen by accident. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just know that I love fucking him. Like, oh, it's so fucking hot. So anyway, back to him fucking me. It's incredibly passionate. My legs are wrapped around him. My arms are wrapped around him. We're making out with each other. We're saying very kind of, I don't want to say sweet things, but just, you know, not super raunchy. Well, it's, not quite fuck me hard. It was like... That feels so good yeah, right there. very different for you. Yes, keep doing it right there. Oh, my God, that feels so good. Those types of things. Yeah, yeah. if you said that to me, I would think something was wrong. <laughs> it's not our dynamic in the bedroom. Nope. So, anyway, then there was one moment. Here comes the sex injury. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want you to ride my cock. And I'm like, abso fucking lootly. Famous last words. <laughs> so, he gets on his back. I climb on top of him. I'm riding his cock. And I'm doing all sorts of tricks. I mean, I am like doing, I'm like grinding against his cock. I'm doing like the figure eight with my hips. So, it's hitting all over the place. And with that curve to his cock, I cannot even tell you how good that feels. I came at one point, I was kind of grinding against him in a different way than I normally would ride a cock and it was hitting something and I came like three times back to back to back. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. I'm pretty sure I squirted on him. Probably it was... has something to do with your injury. <laughs> Is that what you think it was? Well, I'm pretty sure that you completely lost yourself because you didn't really complain about that till later on in the night. Yeah. So, okay. So that happens. I'm grinding against him. Then there's another moment where I'm like really booty bouncing on him and I have both of my hands up on the headboard. Right. And I'm basically using the headboard as my way of like really bouncing up and down on this cock. Using it for leverage. Yeah. And I mean, it was great. And, you know, he's really into it. He's grabbing on my tits. He's grabbing on my ass. It, it became very kind of heated. And there was one moment where I'm pushing myself off of the headboard and I just hear this pop. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can tell that's not a good pop. Yeah, no, anytime you hear that in a joint, things are not going well. <laughs> so I didn't last that much longer riding him. Then he bends me over and I can tell as I'm on all fours and I'm holding my weight up with this arm that something's fucked. I can tell it in that moment. But I was having so much fun and it was so fucking hot. I'm like, there's no way I'm stopping. Right. It wasn't bad enough that you were going to stop what you were doing, which tells me that and because it, it's, you know, your arm's pretty fucked up. It's been a couple of days. It's super fucking sore. You can't raise it above your head. So something happened, uh, an impingement of some kind, but you didn't let it stop you. So clearly you were 
into it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, w- I was so into it that I didn't realize how badly I really had hurt myself. For sure. So he's fucking me from behind. He's talking about how great my ass looks. And he's so complimentary of me, too. Like, there's a lot of guys that, like, in the very beginning of a session, they'll be like, oh, you're so sexy or, oh, I love your ass. But it doesn't really carry through throughout the interaction. Right, it's kind of like an in-a-moment thing. Well, it's it's more so like almost an obligation thing. Like right. I'm going to say it right now and then it's not going to continue throughout the interaction, right. which is fine. I don't need that constant validation, but it's nice to have it because then I feel like you are truly into me. You're right. not just saying it once because you think that that's going to help you get laid. Like it's an obligatory thing you have to say because you're naked with somebody. Exactly. It's like I truly felt like he felt that way. So there's one moment he's fucking me from behind and he's kind of grabbing onto my ass and he's like, you have one of the juiciest, most beautiful peaches I've ever seen in my life and I'm like oh say it again <laughs> yeah you're a total whore for compliments let's face it it was so hot and I mean I was just so into the whole thing there was one moment I was propping myself up with the bad arm and rubbing his leg and kind of almost like pushing him into me from the back and and then he I he said he was getting ready to come and so I'm like yes I want you to come for me so he has this amazing orgasm and again he's not super he doesn't moan a lot or those types of things during he's sex. a pretty subdued guy he is he's very kind of I don't know, calm and he internalizes stuff. He's not super animated, but what I loved was when he came, he did let out this moan and then he just held me in place. Like he held my hips in place and he was just like enjoying the last little bit of pussy. That's what it felt like to me. (laughs) It was really, really hot. And, but I will honestly say, I think the hottest part of this interaction happened after he came. So he comes, he takes off the condom, you know, throws it away, kind of cleans himself up, gets back into bed with me. And we have literally just had probably, this is probably an hour of us fucking. For sure, you were gone a while. It was at least 45 minutes. I don't know. It was a good period of time. And so usually when I'm done with sex, I'm fucking done. I rarely want a round two. Yeah, you don't I mean, I might cuddle a little bit, but I'm not super worked up after sex. It's like I've given my all already. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. I've, I've left it all on the field, if you will. There's nothing left in me. My tank is empty. Right. That is not at all what fucking happened. So we're laying next to each other and we're. it starts off as us just kind of like touching on each other a little bit. And then we start start making out with each other again. And I can say, I think it was even more heated than when we were making out before sex. It just felt like this meaningful, this desire for each other, this desire to touch each other. I didn't want to stop kissing him. Yeah. That's more, it's more deliberate obviously as well afterwards, right? There's a, there's some intention there. Well, yeah, you're actively making the choice to continue this interaction. Yeah. It's not like something you do before the physical part, you know, the intercourse necessarily because not that it's obligatory, but it's just a normal kind of lead in, right? Right. This is very different. You have consciously decided that you are not done yet. You have not had enough yet. You're that attracted to somebody. That that says a lot because for most people, once there's an orgasm, guys particularly, once you're done, you're done. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot left. You know, like I said, nothing left in the tank. Well... I don't fucking know. I just, I couldn't stop making out with him. Literally at one point he's like, should we get dressed and go back out there? I'm like, I don't fucking want to. I just want to lay here. I would, I honestly, if we had not been at the club, if we had just been at our house, yeah. I totally would have fucked him again. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that's just it, right? That's the whole part about the club thing. I mean, it can, you can have some exceptional experiences. I don't, I, I grant you that. But for me, it's always tentative. You know, you just never know. 
how long should I stay? Am I here too long? Is it getting too awkward? Now you start hearing people moving around. It just gets weird for me. Well, and the other thing I'll say is the way that I know that this was as good as it was, I mean, obviously I can feel it in the moment, but it wasn't until we started getting dressed that I was even paying attention to noises. Right. It was, it literally was like I was in my own world for 45 minutes. Nothing fucking mattered. The building could have been on fire. I would have given two shits. Well, it's just like last night. I'm telling you, there was a period of time where you guys were sitting with each other and you were to the, again, far right of this, um, this big long bench that we were on. And I'm telling you, it could easily have been by somebody else, a bystander could easily have thought you guys were just together on a date, just sitting there talking to one another, that you weren't necessarily even part of the group that we were with. Yeah. It was very obvious. Oh, that's interesting. Well, yeah. anyway, I'm super fucking attracted to this guy. So that, then the other thing that happens is, so we get dressed, we go back out. I kind of, you know, make the round, say goodbye to some people that are leaving and, you know, go and see if anything needs to be cleaned up, you know, just check on everything. And then... I go and sit next to him on the couch because everyone's at that point for the most part is either playing or leaving. Right. Because it's pretty late in the evening. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of hosting duties, if you will. So I sit on the couch with him and we just start making out again. We're fucking all over each other. Yeah. There was one point, another one of the guys came up and sat next to me and asked me a question. And he goes, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cock block. I, I can tell you guys are in the middle of something here. And I'm like, well, I don't want that to be the the impression I'm giving off to people. But at the same time, I totally want to just keep making out with them. Well, yeah. I, again, I don't think you even realized it. Much like last night, you didn't see it. How could you? You know, we're, you're not, you can't see really yourself behaving that way. It takes other people to point it out. But it was very obvious there was a connection there. I had no question about it. Because even the, as soon as he came in, I went to the front door to get him, brought him in. We all sat down. You guys were next, sitting next to each other the entire time. Other than you getting up to use the restroom, there was no movement. You stayed right there. Yeah. I left with Susan, came back. And, you know, we were gone for damn near 30 minutes at one point. You were in the same fucking position, <laughs> you know? So... Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for that, uh, for sure. I lust after this, man. I'm freaking cock-whipped. You know, pussy-whipped, I'm cock-whipped. Yeah. Because, and, and then this morning, he texts me and asks how my morning's going, asks how my shoulder is. He feels <laughs> bad about the shoulder, which he absolutely should not, because no. it was at, in no way, shape, or form his fault. You could have done that... <laughs> curling your hair. I mean, you're just ter- you're just so clumsy. So we're talking this morning and, you know, he's just giving pleasantries. How's the day going? What have you got on tap? I'm like, I need your cock today. <laughs> like, I, I just lust after him. Way I think, to be subtle. I think about him fucking me, like, literally most of the time since Thursday. Way to be subtle. Yeah. <laughs> don't good, Don't seem too eager. Nicely done. <laughs> hey, at least you always know where you stand with me. No, no doubt. <laughs> I'm not going to tiptoe around things. <laughs> not when it comes to dick. No. no. I take my dick very seriously. Yes, you do. <laughs> so anyway, it was a wonderful experience. Fucking hot. I mean, it was just so heated. And oh, God, I can't wait for it again. So you guys will be hearing about him more for sure because I need him. I need his cock. No question. Probably very soon. Like today. Like in a couple hours, probably. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> I told you, I'm like, I'm craving a hot dog and cock. <laughs> That's what I need today I, I in my life. I think there's something subliminal about that. It's not really the hot dog you're craving. Probably not. I, I just want so. phallic shaped things in my mouth all day long today. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, it's the weather. I'm telling you. So what do you think? Hot? Yeah, I, I knew. Listen, I knew there was a connection. I mean, obviously, after Thursday, you and I have been talking about it. But yesterday really did solidify for me the idea that there's something more to this. There, this is this is not just the, the, the normal kind of interactions that you have. There's just no way. In fact, you didn't even tell me 
that you had reached out to him or that you guys were communicating about him coming to join us last night. You just said, hey. Well, I asked if I could invite a guest and you said yes. Yeah, but I, I didn't give that a thought. I wasn't thinking that, you know. <laughs> and you were like, oh, he's at the door. I'm like, oh, shit. I, I didn't realize he was coming. Okay. I, I went and got him. <laughs> so, you know, again, we were with a lot of people. It could have been any number of things going on. We could have gone somewhere else afterwards. We didn't really talk about it. But your intention was to have him there, and that's a that's a big deal. Like I said, we didn't. I wasn't planning on that. It just happened. I dig him. He's cool as fuck, and I he's like hot, him. and he has yeah. a great cock. No, I like him. I think he's very nice. So anyway, curved cock guy. You'll hear more about him. We have to come up with a name so that I stop calling him curved cock. Something guy. Something better. I that's, think yeah. that's pretty fucking horrible. So ask him what he wants to be called. So if you guys want to hear more details, I think I'm going to share some behind the scenes on this one on our bonus episode this week. So make sure that you find us at patreon.com slash French Porch Swingers. We offer a ton of other bonuses too. For example, you're the first one to get dibs on event tickets, some of which are very, very limited at times. Yes. Uh, you also get access to our secret telegram group if you want to chat with some amazing people from across the world about lifestyle stuff on a daily basis. That's a great place to do it. So again, patreon.com slash French Porch swingers for that we also have only fans and mine has been pretty naughty lately i have threesome on there i took a giant cock on there all sorts of shit so you guys can see all of that by going to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers brian also has one at onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy if you guys want to join us for a future event make sure that you fill out an application and buy your tickets at members.frontporchswingers.com we would of course love for you to come party with us sometime this year and what else do we have we got a lot happening. We have events everywhere. Houston, Denver. We are going to be in Atlanta at Splash. We are going to be at Naughty in New Orleans. We're going to oh, be in Denver that's right. again. Naughty. We have our Naughty link in the uh, show notes. So if you guys plan to go to Naughty in New Orleans, but you don't have tickets yet, use the link in our show notes. We're going to do something fun for the people that sign up with yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are planning on going to Splash Atlanta, just a side note, not a lot of rooms left. So don't don't fuck around and wait, wait too long. Yeah, I'll put both of those links in the show notes so you guys know where to head. Yeah. But we are super... Super excited to be all over the country and meeting so many more of you this year. So we'll uh, we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to talk about the naughty shit because that's what we do. And until then, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.